1: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in as we kick off another week here on the Ken Miller Show. It's Trent Condon and myself with you for the next couple of hours as we recap a busy weekend in the world of sports. More football than baseball, although I'm sure baseball will make its way into the conversation at some point. Both of our local needle movers, the clones, the Hawks go on the road. Both come back victorious. Two big wins. Nice win for Iowa over Minnesota. A really nice win for Iowa State over Oklahoma State. We've said it before. Got a quarterback, Trent Condon, that they unleashed this past weekend, and I know there's been excitement about previous Iowa State quarterbacks in the past. This kid looks different. Brock Purdy. Guess there was a reason Alabama wanted him, huh? Yeah, that's true. They posted a picture. I saw a picture on Twitter reminding us uh, Brock Purdy's posing beside uh, Nick Saban at some point during the recruiting process, and... My, oh, my, the threat of running the football. Hell, more than a threat of running the football, running the darn football. Uh, What a difference he makes and what a difference... Uh, just having a mobile quarterback made in that football game, Oklahoma State. Sure, they prepared for Zeb Nolan. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's not that they haven't seen a quarterback that uh, plays a similar style to Brock Purdy in the first portion of their schedule. They no answer for this kid. Uh, it was a, it's just a resounding victory, one that Iowa State needed to, I think, solidify their place as far as bowl eligibility. Now you're starting, I think, to look ahead. Because K-State's awful, (laughs) and that has always been a bugaboo. Uh, Now you're starting to maybe uh, better your bowl destination and get away from that day after Christmas that most had them penciled in. Iowa, you were there, Trent Condon, the Minnesota game. I love the tenacity, the guts that these two young corners showed, particularly Riley Moss, who was being
2: picked on time after time after time. 17 targets. Isn't that crazy? I mean, the just targets in general being kind of how many passes out there.
1: did an extent throw to begin with
2: right I mean uh, it had to be half of them right he threw,
1: uh, he threw 30. yes more than half where threw thirty three passes uh,
2: more than half of them aimed at number thirty three 's way and early on it was a little ugly the right thing to do for him, but he settled in yeah. he started making plays and, and I mean, just couple with the injuries that they 've had you 're starting Amani hooker. At outside linebacker. Mm-hmm. You're moving your safety down to play the outside linebacker spot. I, he knows all the calls, I'm sure, but still, just completely different. It, it was a full team effort. wasn't pretty. There was ugliness. Though. Yeah, Nate Stanley's pick. That pass. Ooh. What are you doing? I, I don't know, Trent. I don't know. That was a, that's just a complete head-scratcher. Mm-hmm. But they're in control of the game throughout. Yeah, no doubt. Was no. there ever a moment where you felt... Ooh, yes.
1: You know what? When they cut it to a touchdown and there was the long kickoff return... By, Amir Smith marset Yes, yep. Smith Marset. You remember that it was like mm-hmm. a fifty-yard return, cut to a seven-point game, and then the kick return, and you felt okay. Yeah, um, you know they're they're going to they're going to pull away and win convincingly, and they did cover the spread. Uh, did that um, you know uh, they had, did that in hand, shut down the running game, Minnesota's running game. Uh, Iowa State shut down a running game too. This is yes. Hillgate could play a little bit. We got a lot to get to in that one, but let's mm-hmm. let's stay on Iowa since we were there. You were there, yeah. Give us a sense uh, TCF Bank Stadium. Um, Good know, crisp day, you know. Yeah. It
2: was perfect football weather. Did you 50s. meet? Uh, was were you greeted? Um, what? How was the? See, and I hear this a lot from Iowa fans. Oh, you're wearing Iowa stuff. You're really going to get it. i never get that from Minnesota fans. I don't know what it is. I, I always maintain that. I think the worst fan bases that I've been around in the Big Ten is Ohio State. One mm-hmm, mm-hmm. clear cut number one, and then there's a pretty big gap between everybody else. Actually, Michigan State is probably my least favorite group after Ohio State. I've never had a problem. Now, maybe it's because I, I feel bad for them in a way. I really do. I mean, the ineptitude of this program now for 50 years. It's <laughs> yeah. just year after year. And they've and they got some players. They get hope up. Yeah. But what happens? They do something dumb. I mean, go back to Glenn Mason when he had that thing really rolling. Had Michigan coming in. Well, they had to move it to a Friday night. Do you remember this? Probably no. 15 we? years ago because the Twins were in the playoffs. So it was 03, okay. 04, I think, right in that range with Marion Barber and Lawrence Maroney. Mm-hmm. And that team was excellent. But... Decker wasn't there yet, was he? No, he would come later. I think. Was he there? I think he was. He was after. He I would have been was after, after. Yeah. Right. They got a big... Oh, we got Michigan. Got him beat. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they collapse in the, in the fourth quarter and lose to Michigan. And then they go and they finish 7-5. and five, And that's just Minnesota football throughout the years. P.J. Fleck, don't care for the guy. He's recruiting well. Mm-hmm. But what, what's the breakthrough moment? Is there a breakthrough moment? Is, is, is he well, going to get this program? Take, take a look at the West. The breakthrough moment is winning the West. Yeah, but... Do you see
1: that happening? No, I don't because no. I don't think I think I was not going anywhere. I'm convinced Wisconsin's not going right. anywhere. Purdue, if they can keep Rome, they I mean they're they're a, an up and comer.
2: Don't laugh. Don't laugh. No. Brad? No, no you're not going there. Are you? Not this year. No. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I one year. Okay, maybe not. Okay. Uh, So, but yeah, we just named three schools that uh, I don't think are going. Uh, What's the breakthrough? I don't know what the answer to that
2: is. is Northwestern's Northwestern is it going eight and four and going to a nice outback bowl? Yes. yes. Winning that—that's a breakthrough moment. Yes, he can do that. Mm -hmm. But that next step, I just don't like it. it.
1: Yeah. No, I'm with you. Unless
2: it's a year where there's a four way tie at six and three, in the tiebreaker, and you get the tiebreaker. Yeah. I mean, outside of that. I don't see this program going eight one. I don't either, Trent. It just and and maybe that's the reason I, I feel a little bad for him at times, but it's always a great time. Minneapolis is awesome. Now, what time did you get up there? Uh, we Your left. Goal was eight. Were you there by eight? We pulled into my buddy, well onto a street of his uh, apartment at about eight oh eight. So very minutes close. late. A few minutes late. Uh huh. Got up there, cracked my first cold one. Grain Belt. Grain Belt, of course. Uh huh. And away we went. It was a, a long day of tailgating. And, uh, what time did you get into the stadium? Kickoff
1: at 2.40, I think it was. Were you there plenty of time?
2: Or? 2.30. I mean, it, we were pushing it, and it was difficult to get in. We luckily found a gate that there weren't a ton of people. Mm. But a couple of the main gates, and that's always been the deal at Has TCF it? Bank. Everyone's trying to get in at the same time. Gopher fans are not going to arrive early either. Iowa fans are still out there tailgating. And then it's just this mad rush to get in there. I talked to a couple of people after the game. They said they missed the first two touchdowns mm. of the game because they were in line 15 you know, sp- minutes before kick. Speaking of that. Awful job last night at Hilton
1: Coliseum and I don't know who to blame. Yeah. Tickets said seven thirty. Game started at seven. How does that How happen? How does that happen? It's, right? It's I mean unthinkable. and when I saw pictures uh inside Hilton Coliseum, you could tell that there was a lot of pe because the pictures that I saw the after picture, mm-hmm. it filled up nicely. It did. You know, tip of the cap to you know central Iowa. Sports fans, mm-hmm. mean NBA fans, event fans, uh, because you showed up to watch that team. And you know what? Another thing, too, to the Bucks and to the T-Wolves, Yeah, good for you for bringing a couple of your stars. Yes. Greek Freak's there. Yes. Carl Anthony Towns is there. Those are the two best players on their respective teams. Mm-hmm. They both played last night. Good for them. But horrible job. 7.30. The game starts at 7.00. Twitter went crazy. There's
2: people outside. People are going to get in. They're going to miss the first, I don't know, quarter, perhaps. Yeah. I because I saw those pictures and a couple pictures before, I'm like, ooh, that... tough crowd, yeah. Doesn't Didn't look really go over right. well. Right. And I was a little surprised because I know you know, NBA fans were excited. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, well there's a miss. And then yeah, you ooh. hear what happened and you see the pictures after everyone finally got in the building, like, oh what a great crowd. How can who 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 is to blame for this? Is that the Minnesota Wolves? I don't is that know. Is the Iowa Wolves? Is I it don't Hilton? Know. There's a lot of different ways you can point. Whoever it was, though, you're going to have to make a walk to the corner office, I'm sure, this morning
1: for that one. Yeah, disappointing. Let's talk about Iowa State on the football field and still watered this past weekend. Trent, um, Zeb Nolan, first drive, really didn't do much. Uh, Brock Purdy, we'd seen him before. He handed the ball off once. He kept the ball once. And that was the Brock Purdy that we'd seen so far. They unleashed this kid this past weekend. Ay 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 what a difference just being able to run the football like he did the fake for his long touchdown run the ability to throw the football down the field Trent this is a different offense with this kid under center I get it. The enthusiasm meter is in the red zone every time there's a new quarterback in Ames. I mean, you can just go down through the progression since Austin Arnott. It's one to the next to the next. We got our guy. Oh, boy, can you wait for this kid? Oh, is he going to be great? Heisman winner. He's going to take us to the promised land. And year after year after year, there's a new guy. This kid? I think he's about to stop that trend.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. Now, we've said similar things in the past, and then, but... He does feel different. This It felt completely different. And it's funny, over the last couple of weeks, there's been those rumblings that are going to play him more. You're going to see more Brock But Curry. you also heard Real Mitchell more. Is there a Real Mitchell package? Yes. And, I mean, think about the way you can build the future of your program now with these two freshmen. Uh-huh. Different skill sets. The ingenuity that the offensive staff certainly have shown throughout the years. That's got to be exciting in its own right. What does and, that do for Zeb Nolan? Right. I mean, it is his decision? He's a redshirt sophomore. sophomore. Yep. So this be his third year. Stick around for another year. I don't know. See what happens and be a grad transfer. That's a real possibility. Or maybe just happy. I mean, the tweet that he sent out. Mm-hmm. Class. You don't see that. No. Nope. Class. Special I mean, in general, you don't see that where a guy loses his job uh-huh. for all intents and purposes. But and he's the, a year behind you, and you know right. that you have no chance of getting this job back. But then to do it at the quarterback position, uh-huh. you don't see that. Uh-uh. I think that says a lot about what happens inside that program, too, and, and the control that Matt Campbell has of things inside the program. It's different. We've seen talented teams, but this guy seems different. And all of a sudden now, all right, they got the victory. They said, we said they had to With get no one of David these three. Montgomery. And did it without David Montgomery. It's a great point. And a running game. It was okay. I mean, yeah.
1: Nwangu had his moments. Um, Crony Sheldon had Crony, had, Crony had a nice touchdown run with a uh, leap over a guy at the end to get into the end zone. Well, it was that, which was a which was a uh, I mean, just a horrible call on the officials' part. They turned that around instantly. Justice Hill sh- shut down in that football game. This Iowa State defense. We've said it all year long that this is this. That it's just different on that side of the ball there. And they showed it again. This because Justice Hill might be the conference's best running back. He didn't crack seventy yards. Trent Condon. They bottled him. Is it is it your mic or is it my headphones that I
2: can't hear you sometimes? My mic. Oh yeah, there it is. There you go. There it is. It's not just not popping today. Apparently, maybe I'm just slow going after a, a week in a green belts.
1: <laughs> it can happen to the best of us.
2: It happens. It happens. But no, no. To your point, that defensive front, and it's been all season, right? Mm-hmm. And it's different guys. Yeah. Can this team now, looking forward, take that next step? Yeah, we talked about the next step for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. They've had the big wins now. This is their third consecutive road victory over a top 25 team. Mm-hmm. Can they go on a run here? Because the schedule now... Well, Texas. Texas looks more difficult. Yes, it does. K-State, as you said, a lot more manageable. It's a layup. Baylor and Kansas, certainly winnable. Right. Texas Tech, feel good about that game. Mm-hmm. You played well against them. They beat West Virginia this week. Again, we're having different conversations. Yeah, I know it. I know it. It's all in front of them, and they have answered the bell many times here over the last couple of years yeah. with these kind of games. No, no question. Uh, that's been the calling card of this team last year. Here's the, here's the other question: What what do you do when Kyle Kemp's
1: healthy? He's your backup. I I hope that's the case. I mean, how do you take this kid Purdy out of the game? And I know that they they've never seen him before, and now defensive coordinators mm-hmm. and they know what to get in Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy looks like a Big Twelve quarterback. Yeah. Kid can run. The kid can chuck it. He's he seems to be understands the game. The game's not too fast for him. Between the years, he gets it. There's defense to go along with it. Didn't have David Montgomery. I don't know if David Montgomery is going to play this week or not. Um, You know, the talk was he was going to go this week. It's typical. I mean, uh, you know, I think back to July, and there was going to be a lot more transparency with injuries in college football. Not looking at you, Iowa State, solely. Looking about college football in general. (laughs) That didn't happen. uh, At a lot of schools, most schools. So um, if you're an Iowa State fan, buckle up. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, you know, Speaking of uh, defensive players, do you remember last week, as we switched back to Iowa just for a second here, mm-hmm. I asked, I don't know who, I know I asked two different of our Hawkeye writers, what's wrong with Anthony Nelson? Yes, yes. He'd been quiet. He'd been quiet. He's better than this. This is a guy I thought was for sure going to have a tough decision to make come January, and he's been really quiet up to this point. Boy, whatever, Trent. What a
2: performance out of him this week. Three sacks, five tackles. He was all over the field. They couldn't, couldn't block 98. Yeah. He uh, now leads the team in sacks just like that, taking over for A.J. Epinesa, mm-hmm. who still has four. He's a really talented guy. Uh, I do wonder, you know, with his frame six seven, I wonder what he would run as a 40. Do you have any idea? I don't. He doesn't seem... Uh, he's, not, he's not lightning quick. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. And because of that, see, I feel him at the next level... He might be a better three four defensive end as opposed to mm-hmm. because he could still add more weight to that frame mm-hmm. and he can be that six seven three hundred and five pound defensive end that three four teams it, want it, it, and it's better he'd be better suited for that yeah. with his friend i, I get your but point. i don't i don't know what his speed is true. he going to run a four six or is he going to run a four eighty five and that's that's the difference between having a decision after this year. We're playing out your senior year and being a fourth or fifth round. And there's a whole bunch of defensive
1: stars that are going to be available. This this, this is the strength of this draft coming mm-hmm. up this year as defensive line guys. And Anthony Nelson's in that. Uh, Parker Hesse played as you-know-what off again. He's so smart. He continues to just make play after play. And the two corners, Trent. Uh, Julius Brents, who we've seen in flashes uh, when he's seen the field earlier this year, but, man, oh, man, hats off to Riley Moss because, as we just said a few minutes ago, they picked on his butt. Mm-hmm. They were coming after him. They tried to, you know, they, they thought that they, expo- they found a weakness, and gosh darn
2: it, they were going to exploit it every time they were in offense, and they tried. Two picks go his way. Um, couldn't be happier for him. You wonder with this defense as a whole, the match unit continues to take yeah. a lot of hits. Because, Hawkady, what's the latest you hear? I, now, Farron said last night he doesn't think it's season ending. Right, which is when you first saw him, you saw him in the sidelines with that big brace and the crutches. And well, and TV, did you did you tape the game? Did you rewatch it? Did you I see it? I did, him? but then
1: fast forward. Gotcha. So, when he was gingerly walking the, off the field
2: and mm-hmm. into, uh, into the tunnel, you thought, oh, God, this isn't good. But now. Did we see Barrington Wade defensively? I, I'm trying to remember back, and I, yeah, I think so. I don't know if he, uh, yeah, I think he played Trent, but I
1: don't know if he wasn't very productive because he
2: had Hooker then playing outside linebacker. Mm-hmm. Now, who do you start at middle linebacker? Hocker Day will not play this week. No, and Amadi Jones got will be suspended He's for the first miss half. The
1: first half, and that was a terrible call.
2: By yeah, the way, right. I, I don't know how. Anyways. Yes. Yeah. That aside, and well, Awful call. We, we could have that conversation mm-hmm. every single Monday when we come in here, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of the game. Where do they go? Is it Christian Welch? Is, is he that guy? And then you have Col Do you move Colbert back over? Does Dylan Doyle see the field? Well, and I saw on the depth chart that was released, his name was on there for the first time. Was wore. So because of that, you know, take off another true freshman, mm-hmm. throw him out there, and... Has he played
1: any special teams this yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, he's been out I there for special
2: so. teams. I, I think he's played two, maybe three games okay. to this point. So he's been at least has his feet wet. It's not like when they had to go middle of the year and start like Mike Jones at the offensive line right. out at Ohio State. Right. At least he's been on the field. And that's another great thing about this four game rule. You can get guys' feet wet, and if there are injuries mm-hmm. and well, we only need to really play him a game or two. You can do that, yet they still maintain the redshirt status. I, I love this rule. It's no, one of the few things brilliant. the NCAA has Absolutely. done right. Absolutely,
1: wish, wish, wish it would have been around for for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how much college football you saw on Saturday. We're tailgating and drinking grain belt. <laughs> uh, the Red River Shootout was just what do we call it now? Is it the rival? It, the it's a, shootout.
2: it's a shootout. It's always a shootout. Right. It, the, the don't name go PC changed. on
1: me now. Ken. I'm with you. No, I won't. <laughs> um, But what a football game, Trent. I mean, just a very incredibly entertaining game. Mike Stoops loses his job over it this weekend. Uh, He was fired at Oklahoma as their defensive coordinator. Ellinger was terrific. Um, It was just a fun, fun game to watch is what it was. Texas is back, huh? Man, you wonder, right? I mean, Herman was asked that question in his press conference. I think Dennis Dodd. He had a very simple question. Not talk about, not a long, lengthy question. Before he got to his point, his question was to Tom Herman: "Is Texas back? <laughs> simple as that." And uh, Tom Herman, um, you yeah, know, tap danced around a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, you know, another team that's are you, that, uh, you could probably ask that same question: Florida, is Florida back? Yeah, that was a big win for them as they stopped LSU in their tracks. You and Bama tried to talk me out of it. I, I did. I wasn't listening. Um, yeah, two two schools. Two marquee schools in college football that have been down a little bit. Flexed their muscle a little bit. But Texas, are they back?
2: I don't know. It sure looked good this week. They're close. Now, this is what Texas has coming up. Baylor. Okay. by mm-hmm. at Oklahoma State. Feel good about that, right? Yeah. They get West Virginia at home. Yeah. They go to Texas Tech. Okay. And Iowa State at in Austin. Uh-huh. They finish up at Kansas. Oh, that's their last game of the year? I, it's... It's not a stretch for this team to run the table.
1: Yeah, there's probably one loss. There, there probably is. So I, I agree think with you. West Virginia is the best team in the Big 12. I've been saying that for a while. Yeah. I wasn't, I was trying to.
2: I talked you out of them this summer. Yeah, Because of the
1: defense. Right, but they're better than advertised, yes. and I was never really sold so far in what I'd seen in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to take a break. But before we do so, because I want to save a few minutes for the NFL, we've got some um, major news percolating here yes. at 1700 that we want to let you know that we can. Uh, unveil it tomorrow at 12:45 and we're going to do so. I guess the best thing we could let you know is local sports talk on this station is expanding. There's going to be a new afternoon show uh from 4 to 6 and we'll announce that tomorrow at 12:45 that uh, there's going to be some changes in programming. Time wise, if you're used to one show being in this time slot, well it might not be there. Well it won't be there at this time next week because all these changes take effect next Monday. We get to clue you in tomorrow and we'll do so at twelve forty-five. But we can tell you that sports talk on seventeen local sports talk on seventeen hundred is expanding starting next Monday.
2: I think people will be excited about the changes. Do you? I think they will be. They'll be excited yeah. and uh, well, more than just the local front. There's other things percolating, that, too. That's true. That's true. Um, we'll let the, the beginning of the cat out of the bag Tuesday and by the end of the week. We'll let everybody know everything that's going on. Absolutely. So
1: that's tomorrow. I uh, hope you can be around for that. I'm sure we'll put it on, on Twitter as well. But this, uh, this station is expanding their local sports talk. And that's always good news, in my opinion. But a brand-new afternoon show with local hosts will be announced tomorrow. It starts one week from today. Does that mean Brinson's going away? Well, read into it what you will. Okay. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk to Scott Dockerman for The Athletic. He's going nowhere. We're grateful for that. Just... Um, Did a nice piece on uh, Gagliardi, who passed away this past weekend. We'll do that. We'll get into the Hawks and uh, the Gophers. Trent and I are here till 2. It's 1700 KBGG.
0: You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my
3: team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello. It's why I fly the flag.
0: This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team. Every sport. Every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. HeartlandFlags.com.
2: Everyone is a champion in their own way. But aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer, PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Dale, and online at Room. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift-each-other-up type. The more determined-than-you-think type.
3: The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing.
4: Until
2: type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. 1700 AM KBGG is your home for high school football. Join me, Trent Condon, each Friday night for the Central Iowa Game of the Week. High School Football on 1700 is presented by Absolute Auto Repair, Right Roofing, Heartland Flags, Charterhouse Real Estate, The Rookie Sports Cards, Sinerama of Urbandale, Mike's Auto Service, Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry Law PC, Complete Auto Wraps, Champions Recovery Room, and Advanced Door Systems. High School Football on 1700.
5: Another way we can save you
4: money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records, Rachel the approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal
2: housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. <laughs>
6: a
5: dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator
6: there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home.
3: Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply.
6: Join us for the
2: Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at completeautoraps.com.
0: Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller & Condon on 1700 B G G.
1: All right, welcome back Ten Miller show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I here until 2. Coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, jam-packed. Dylan Monts is going to lead it off. Ames Tribune, he's back from Stillwater, uh, listening in on Matt Campbell's teleconference. We'll get the latest on Iowa State from Dylan at 1. Nick Athan will recap. Uh, they did it again, Trent. Uh, mm-hmm. J- Jacksonville, best defense in, uh, in the NFL. Uh, made him look average as the Chiefs. Uh, continue their unbeaten trek. Foxborough next week, Sunday night football, and then Bama Bob Trent and I will go around college football. Right now he's our only guest in the first hour of the program. He writes for The Athletic. If you haven't done so already and you're a sports fan, it's 3 bucks a month. It's every team for the most part, and every sport, all the majors, college football, college basketball. Of course, uh, Scott Darkerman covering Iowa for The Athletic, but if you're a pro sports fan, your team is covered as well, all for about three bucks a month. Scott Dockerman, how are you, Doc? Nice. Hey, I wanted before we get into Iowa. Nice job on picking up on the uh, Coach Gagliardi, John Gagliardi, who uh, led uh, his program over there at uh, Saint John's University for so long, just shy of 500 wins. Doc of memory serves. You wrote a piece on him and uh you know what i the, the, a couple of takeaways it was really well done but just the the comments afterwards of uh, people just grateful that somebody recognized uh, from from a major outlet and that's what the athletic is uh recognized the impact that coach gagliardi had on football and on young men in that part of the state well done scott dockerman
5: thank you you know it was a uh, it was interesting you know because i i was still in minneapolis my son lives there so i got to get called to, into duty to do that one and uh, you know, it's just such a serene little area in central Minnesota and, and you go around and nobody, you know, there's really, it's, it's interesting to go to a small town like that and be a, a figure because he's just, you know, he's not, uh, you know, bombastic. There's not a, you know, statues of him everywhere and everything. Everybody just had good things to say. And, and, uh, I think his, uh, record proves to, you know, not only what kind of coach he was, but certainly what kind of a uh, person he was in that area.
2: Well, uh, an incredible story and a great, obviously, football coach. And I saw something else. He apparently had a job offer to take over the Miami Dolphins way back. Instead, uh, he said no to it, and they went with a guy by the name of Shula. Worked out pretty good for the Dolphins, I'd say, but just crazy how different football and coaching searches was way back then compared to today.
5: It is, and, you know, you think of all the – the issues that the uh, Mighty Gophers have had over the years yeah. and why they wouldn't reach out to him, you know, one time. You know, I, I, I used to cover Division II football for quite a while. And, in fact, uh, you know, I saw multiple coaches, Jerry Kill among them, but not the best one in the Division II league. You know, Mel Church, but Northwest Missouri State was mm. the best one I saw. And I thought, you know, this guy is better than half the coaches in the Big Ten. I, I swear at this point... You know, when I look at Tim Beckman at Illinois and Tim Brewster at Minnesota, and I'm thinking, Ugh. you should have went with somebody like this. And, and that's probably the same way with Gaglio, uh, Gagliardi because he's just such a towering figure, but he did it with his simplicity rather than his coaching acumen. Uh,
1: the Zucker maybe put him in that conversation as, as well. Well, Doc, let's go. Uh, let's get to TCF Bank Stadium. Uh, your piece, and I think you hit it right on the head. <laughs> a lot of areas you could have gone to and 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 highlighted. Um, your piece on the receivers' breakout for the Iowa receiving core, Doc—an area that we kept wondering if there was, you know, there was something more there. We knew the tight ends were really good, and they both scored touchdowns this past weekend. Uh, but the receiving core, the wide receivers, needed to step up to take this Hawkeye team potentially to another level. They certainly did against the Gophers, Doc.
5: Yeah, and this was something that was sorely needed. It was something they wanted, they expected after after time and. And here it finally happened. I mean, you finally had, you know, for the first time since Indiana in 2015, they had three receivers with at least 50 yards, and that's significant. And it's also significant in each one of the three had a signature catch that I think defines their characteristics. When you look at Amir Smith-Marset, his speed, you know, on that play that You know, Nate Stanley did a great job of, you know, and really going back, the Kai Sargent did a great job of picking up the blitz, but he Mm -hmm. evaded the blitz, stepped up in the pocket, found, you know, his third or fourth option, which was smith Barset, who streaked free for a 60-yard touchdown, explosive big play. Then you look at, uh, obviously, Brandon Smith's uh, catch, which was tremendous. I mean, and, you know, he had five five catches, five targets, uh, made plays, and then, of course, the one that he made, you know where he reached around the defender's uh, back and, and called it in. I mean, it just shows you what kind of abilities he has. And then finally, you know, Nick Easley, who was easy to overlook but always productive. And you know, he took a you know he scored on a twenty-one yard touchdown pass, but got drilled in the process. And as you know, he crossed the end zone and still hung onto the ball. So I think all three showed that their their special characteristics. And and uh, if they continue to grow, and Nate Stanley has done the same thing. That's the second three hundred yard game of the season then Iowa, Iowa has good balance, and if Iowa has a good balanced offense to, coupled with you know certainly the front wall and their defense they um, they're, they're going to be a tough out for everybody they face the rest of the year.
3: What do
2: you think uh, more can be done to get the running game ignited They're going through three different backs, maybe this was a game where Torren Young should have been out there a little bit. It just i mean you can second guess so many of the things, but the the run game hasn't quite been I think where a lot of people anticipated. Is it schematics? What do you look at, and you see some of the issues this running game has?
5: I don't think you do anything, and because after rewatching it and and going through it, really, it was just a it was a numbers issue more than anything else. It wasn't it certainly was nothing that a running back did wrong, you know. And you, you look at uh, you know Ivory Kelly Martin, what he did in the in the game, uh, receiving wise, he was fine. You know, really it was a matter of you know. Minnesota put eight in the box and dared Iowa to beat them and beat them with their wide receivers, and they did. You know, that's the first time that Iowa has really done that in years. You know, where okay, you, you, you want us to throw on you? We will. Um, Iowa went too tight end a lot and threw to the wide receivers out of that look, which they rarely did. So I think that's what you do if you're Iowa. You know, you're going to face a Minnesota team that gave up, what, 300 yards rushing against Maryland and vowed to not let Iowa do the same thing, stack the box going to be tough you still got to run and they ran 40 times mm-hmm. uh but you're not going to get a lot of pen, you know a lot of uh movement but what you do is you beat them through the air which is what happened i mean 48 points and um you know and certainly uh, i thought i kelly martin played hard i thought he you yeah. know it, it's not his fault it's just a matter of the there was just no space
1: I thought Anthony Nelson played really hard too, Doc, and uh, this was a uh, by far his best game of the season. Uh, he was just he was unstoppable. Three sacks for a while, uh, for a um, in a very short period, he was able to put up those stats very quickly. Best game of the year by far. What uh, was behind this uh, breakup performance by ninety eight?
5: You know, the breakout performance was at first they decided to, to try to block him one-on-one, and uh, Anthony Nelson is a very difficult guy to block one-on-one um, unless you're an NFL-caliber tackle, and uh, he chewed them up like I've never seen, at least from Anthony Nelson's point. And then what they did the rest of the game to prevent him from doing anything more was they double-teamed him mm-hmm. and held him. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised that that there were not – Five more holding calls called against the Gophers to the passing attack because they held him relentlessly to keep him from getting there, and so it was uh, it was a really big game for him, a really important game, and uh, you know, and now he's back in the lead for sacks in the Big Ten. Uh, so uh, you know, I think this will be a leapfrog performance between him and Epineza through the course of the season.
2: Little bit of uh, rumblings on Twitter, always a dangerous place to be. Here's the brother of Noah Fant. None too pleased about the snap counts that he's getting. think he should be out there a little bit more. You don't see this very often in Iowa. Fathers, brothers, whoever it may be. What's your read into this odd situation?
5: Uh, that's a frustration factor coming through. I mean, you know, and Noah is the most athletic tight end in the country. Yeah, He's probably the best tight end in the country. Um, however... T.J. Hawkinson is one of the best players on the team, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so and Noah Fant runs a little bit deeper routes than T.J. Hawkinson does. So there's there's kind of that factor in there that you know sometimes if you you know if you got a guy running consistently fifteen to twenty yard routes, you want to give him a little bit more breaks. Uh, but that said, I, I kind of agree with with uh, Chris Fant, and you know I mean there was a twenty play disparity according to Pro Football Focus between. The two, and, and I think you want to get them out there more often. But, uh, you know, that, that kind of frustration doesn't usually bubble publicly very much, as you noted, Trent. But, um, you know, I, I, I think you get your best player of the ball and get them on the field as often as you can. But that's said, T.J. Hawkins has come up with so many big plays. Uh, you know, it's uh, and, and the wide receivers did too. They were in 11 a little bit more often. It's hard to really I, – I, if I were Iowa, here's how I would do it differently is I would also allow Noah Fant to run a little bit more wide receiver route. Yep. So that way put him in that rotation versus just a straight end line blocker because he's really good at, at that, too.
1: Hmm. Well, when Chuck Long said it, maybe the first broadcast of the year, I'm not sure what game it was, when, when he pointed out TJ Hawkins is the best player on that offense. And Chuck Long said that. That got my attention. Um <laughs> Great problem to have, I guess, between Fant and Hawkinson, but I don't know how you, I mean, Hawkinson's been just lights out. How, how about the touchdown he scored on the <laughs> trick play? Tell us about Herky, Doc.
5: <laughs> yeah, what a play that was. I mean, you know, what Iowa did was, you know, they, they shifted, and, and then, you know, Minnesota ended up keeping five guys with the uh, the snapper, the kicker, the punter, and the, and the tight end on the left side. and So it made it, you know, they had a numbers game on that side made so much sense to do it. And then, you know, I, what I really liked was, you know, A.J. Epineza kind of ran to the left, and, and there was a spin motion. It looked like the old single wing. And, you know, and that snap, it, the interesting things I talked to Jackson Hubbard about it after the game was that, uh, you know, th- there was two things that he had to be cognizant of. One, it had to be a backward pass, which is why um, uh, T.J. Ockerman was a little bit off the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Two, it had to, it also. He had to do it in one motion. He couldn't just like stand up and toss it. He had to do it. So that was one. And it was, was Rastetter, right? No, I mean it was Jackson Suburb. He was the snapper. Was it? Yeah, oh, Rast- yeah. It was okay. the no, Rastetter stood up like a quarterback in that. Okay. Play, in that play. All right. So yeah, yeah. He uh, he just he wheeled to him, and then you know Hawkinson, you know, did a spin move and and, and ran towards the end zone. And Sam Brinks, defensive tackle, had a really good block on the edge there, and uh, to, you know to make sure that Hawkinson uh, could get the edge, and scored the touchdown. But yeah, another big trick play comes out for the Hawkeye.
2: Doc, you'll obviously find out more about uh, injuries and everything tomorrow with the press conference and hearing from Kirk Ferentz. But what are they going to do at linebacker? It doesn't appear though Hockaday maybe not as bad as initially thought. He's certainly not expected to go this week. I saw the uh, 2-D came out, and Dylan Doyle was listed there. Amadi Jones won't be able to to play in the first half because of suspension. And we saw Hooker, who you wrote a great story on last week. He's out there playing outside linebacker. Help us filter out how this linebacker crew is going to look against Indiana next week.
5: They're going to do probably what they did last week, which was, I think, more than 50 plays Uh, They had Amani Hooker running, um, you know, as the outside linebacker slash nickel. Uh, So I think they're going to continue to do that. I mean, Indiana is a team that likes to throw the ball. They're very efficient that way. Uh, You know, uh, Peyton Ramsey, you know, completes passes at almost 67%. So it makes more sense to get defensive backs on the field. So my guess is they do pretty much the same thing. And then in the box, you're going to probably see Simon Colbert and Christian Welch, which really isn't a bad uh, combination to have out there. I mean, you know, Barrington Wade might get decent snaps if they get, you know, you know third and two or something like that. But I, I think they're going to go almost exclusively with that nickel. And that's something that they need to perfect anyway because, I mean, Indiana is good enough, but then later on you have explosive offenses in Penn State and Purdue. So uh, I, was, I was intrigued by what they did the other day. I thought it made a ton of sense. And uh, you know, and, and at times it, it, there were some breakdowns. They're not quite used to it running it, you know, every single down. But but I think uh, by and large it was a good uh, it was a good uh, formation, and I think it played off well for Iowa. Uh,
1: Doc, you mentioned Peyton Ramsey's having a really nice year. Their Ohio State game was closer, than the score indicates a couple of scores late for Ohio State. Although, g- admittedly. Uh, the Hoosiers play the Buckeyes up seemingly every year, at least for a portion of it, before the Buckeyes you know, tend to pull away. Uh, what, what's the, I guess, the biggest concern um, is, is these guys' game plan, is the Hawks' game plan for this Indiana team? Ramsey can chuck it around. He's got a whole bunch of guys that can catch it. The Young Corners, if indeed that's what we're looking at, they they passed their first test to get min, against Minnesota. Uh, but here comes another one because they're going to throw the football, Scott.
5: Yeah, that's going to be an issue, and uh, you know now, Peyton Ramsey's better than Zach Anixtad, so he can get the ball out. And he's very accurate. So now I don't. Their receivers are good. They're not as good as Minnesota's, but still, that's going to cause some issues. And uh, you know they had they had some good performance. I, I would say Julius Brent was tremendous the other day, and he get, get got a little bit overshadowed because he only had one interception, not two like Randy <laughs> Riley Moss. Uh, but you know, still, I thought. Um, you know, he should deserves to be out there. I think Moss played well at times and and uh but that yeah, that's gonna what it's gonna be for Iowa is a couple of things. One is they're gonna have to start adjusting their pass rushes because teams are not gonna go to that full long drop. I mean it's gonna be one, two, three, bam. And uh and so they're not gonna be able to get to the quarterback quite as easily, which means they're gonna have to, uh, you know, cover better. And then um you know, also, as you mentioned, all the injuries. So I, I think this is this could be a challenging game for Iowa. Um, it's a different environment there. Uh, but I think, you know, the other factor this was kind of hidden is that they are very unpredictable, uh, Indiana. I mean, you know, down a distance doesn't really matter to them. They'll run out of third and eight, and they'll, they'll pass on third and one. So that's going to that's gonna test them a little bit defensively, especially as depleted
2: as they are. You mentioned the environment. We'll let you go with that, Doc. Just describe the scene. It's an early kickoff, 11 a.m. Central, noon out there. What that environment, what do you anticipate it's going to be like? And have to kind of create your own excitement over on that visitor side.
5: Sometimes you do with that. I don't know if, you know, it's been a couple of years since I've been there, so I don't know if they're going to be a little bit more into the football thing than they have been in the past. But But usually, you know, they get about 30 30- – 30,000 you know, 30, people there, and it's you know ha- you know and a third of them are Iowa fans, and it's kind of a sleepy environment, and especially early in the day. And but you know it is their homecoming, so I wonder you know, and it's just such a you know the the two out you know strange polar opposites in the Big Ten are you know Indiana and Penn State. Cause Penn State has the best football environment, and well now the second worst basketball environment next to Rutgers. But yeah. and Indiana is a complete flip. I mean you know basketball it is the best environment. There's no question but those same fans go to the football games, the same number of fans. So, um, you know, it, I've seen it before where Iowa kind of gets lulled to sleep, the environment's not there, and then all of a sudden they're in a slug fight, in a slug match in the fourth quarter. But, um, you know, that said, this is a pretty good team. I mean, they're 4-2, mm-hmm. and, and, and they played some good opponents. So, uh, you know, I mean, they lost to Michigan State and Ohio State. So I think Iowa needs to take this one very, very seriously because this is a potential roadblock for the Hawkeyes.
1: Great stuff, Doc. We'll talk to you next Monday. Thank you, Scott Dockerman. All right, thank you. Scott Dockerman from The Athletic. If you haven't already done so, two enthusiastic
2: thumbs up from these two subscribers. Yeah, absolutely. It's 36 bucks a year, 3 bucks a month. You will get that and more in terms of... Amazing content. Oh, no, that's for sure. Uh, we'll take a out. We'll come back. Let's do a couple of minutes on the NFL when mm-hmm. we come back after this.
1: Dylan Mons joins us at 1. Nick Athen on the Chiefs at about 1.15. Uh, then Bama Trent and I will get back to college football as we take you till 2. On the Ken Miller Show, by the way, all of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, four ten eight Street Southwest in Altoona. New to the area, looking for a new dentist Time to change things up. Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry. Back with a little NFL conversation when Trent and I continue on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for
0: real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700
2: KBGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise?
6: From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines. Featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, great causes, and of course, whiskey. Don't miss Des Moines Whiskey Festival, happening November 2nd and 3rd. Tickets on sale now at DSMWhiskeyFest.com.
2: Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer, PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbindale, and online at ChampionsRecoveryRoom.com.
0: Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. We bring out your best—the look that's really you. And Mr. Executive, you will believe what we can do. We make the difference. The perfect style for you. Get ready for a revolution, Mr.
4: Executive. You can lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with a $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights.
0: Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive.
6: It's not too late to rent the Heritage Carousel for your late summer or fall outing. This is a -a
5: one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party ends. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel, go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel.
2: sportscards.com.
4: the plan that will improve your quality of life. build your business at sinorama of ribandale we offer customized solutions for signs branding marketing and advertising we have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs build your brand and create your image look around and you'll see how andy woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them sinorama of ribandale the way to grow your business. 3368 one hundred Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia-Urbandale. All
0: right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Huge bus. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right,
1: Welcome back. I neglected to wish the Canadians in the listening audience a very happy Thanksgiving. What? Today is Thanksgiving in Canada. It's October. What are you it's, talking it's about? It's always the first, I beg your pardon, the second Monday of October is Thanksgiving. They don't
2: we have it on a Thursday? No,
1: Monday. What's wrong with those people from up there? Well, see, Columbus discovered Canada before he just got got here, uh-huh. as you go back in your history books. So that's why they, Columbus found Canada in October Got to the states in November on a Thursday.
2: So Cindy's got a turkey waiting for you when no, you get she home. Doesn't. And yeah. that
1: story is just completely made up. I have no idea why it is in October. Um, <laughs> yeah. You had me. Yeah, I, I get everybody with that. Oh, really? I didn't know that, Ken. <laughs> um, but no, it is Canadian Thanksgiving. So okay. happy. Uh, is there a Canadian listening? I'm oh, going to say yes. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving to you. NFL yesterday huge win for the vikings really mm-hmm. entertaining football game
2: and we both liked them going into yes, the weekend yes we did that defense played outstanding they, mm-hmm. but late in the game they couldn't close it out I and i just well dan bailey missed in two field goals <sighs> trent watching, now he made the one that counted i'll give him that. yes watching kickers with vikings fans it's amazing I, it's I like feel, Iowa state fans yes, with, with kickers yes it just you feel bad for but mm-hmm. dan bailey the second best Statistically, ever. In all ever. time. And
1: miss. Yeah, puts on miss. that Viking, puts on the purple, and he's a different guy. Huge win for Minnesota. Yes. Needed that one. Detroit took care
2: of Green Bay yesterday. Speaking of kickers, Ooh, Mason, Mason Crosby.
1: That, he's better than that, Trent. Yes, yeah.
2: It was, was one of those games, and he's not mm, going to be cut. And no. You no. saw Rogers late in the game. How about that? Him coming yes, over? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Grabbing him by the shoulder. Well, those two guys have been
1: together for a long time. Yes, they have. Uh, Jacksonville, Kansas City, best defense in football. All right, Pat Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Here comes your test. Passed. Flying colors. Now, he wasn't terrific. But he was good enough. Good enough. Absolutely. Now, admittedly, that was my backup game as I was going down with my Broncos ship. Oh, boy. They're really bad. Really, really, really bad. 300 yards rushing to the Jets. I know. Of all teams, right? So that would be my biggest takeaways. Would be the Chiefs, the marching on Steelers. What's wrong with
2: Atlanta? There's another one. And Matt Ryan hurt now. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he he? got banged up. So you have that lingering Mm -hmm. Julio. Last year, three touchdowns. This year, does he have a touchdown yet? I don't know. Calm Ridley might have one win. Might become the better team. How about Cincinnati getting down early? is like, oh, here's standard Bengal football. Mm-hmm. Down fourteen, nothing at the half. Roaring back, get it done. You were just a year early on those Bengals.
1: I was. I had them yesterday, though. By the way, hats off to you. You swept the board, five and 0. five
2: and zero after and an zero were, for five. I was <laughs> going
1: to say you were zero for five last week and came back at five and zero. Good for you. Hopefully, people didn't fade
2: me after that week, because then they're looking at it zero and ten. Not the week to do so. No. Uh,
1: Gano's sixty-three-yard field goal to win it. That's clutch. Just pummeled that thing through. Indeed. We'll come back. Dylan Bonds joins us to kick off the one o'clock hour. Trent and I till two seventeen hundred K B G G.
0: Now, listen to 1700 KBGG
3: on Alexa.
0: Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG.
3: We're a roofing machine. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you were used to. We charge sellers $2,495 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. A garage
2: door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. I used to post to job boards only to be overwhelmed with resumes. Which made it easy to miss a great candidate. That old process was not not smart. smart. Then I went to ZipRecruiter. Its technology finds the right people
6: and actively invites them to apply.
2: So I get qualified candidates fast,
6: smart. See why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Try it now for free at ziprecruitercom free. That's ziprecruitercom free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
3: Based on Trustpilot rating of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews.
0: I'm Jim Cook, brewer of Sam Adams. We brew Boston Lager inefficiently. The expensive imports, faster, efficient, and cheap. We age Sam Adams for more than a month and use you- only heirloom hops. Glorious inefficiency in every sip. The
4: Boston Beer Company, be Boston Mass. Saving the flavor responsibly.
6: Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale.
2: Imagine that there's a place where you can have a good time and do good, too. At the Blank Park Zoo, you can. There's a whole world of animals to discover, tons of fun things to do, and so many cool things to see. And the whole time you're having fun, you're actually helping animals. How awesome is that? Every trip to the zoo is an adventure and a chance to help threatened wildlife everywhere. Imagine that.